is again, and you know what? That means there's going to be some caroling happening, not only at the water fire on December 18th, which Megan and I are going to talk a little bit about in the future, but there's other caroling happening around the city, too, on December 20th. And I've got my great friend, Mike Ritz. You might know him from Leadership Rhode Island or the West Broadway neighborhood or from ESGR because he's a man about town and he's a man everywhere. But he's kind of heading up this sing-along, which has been quoted by the Providence Monthly as... Not your grandmother's sing-along. Mike, are you there? Yes, I am, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing today, Mike? I'm doing very well. How about you? Um, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm just trying to get my voice ready for the, that Christmas sing-along that, that you've got <laughs> going on on the 20th. Because, yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe I'll just hum along with everybody <laughs> else. So, so tell me about this great event. I've been hearing wonderful things about it. So it's in its eighth year. Um, if you think back when we started this thing, <clears throat> the economy was really took a downturn. Um, a lot of people were getting laid off. It was, uh, it was a depressing sort of time. And um, uh, my girlfriend Elaine and I um, thought that it would be nice to find some way to bring some happiness to people and to do something that doesn't require money and um, doesn't require really resources, just people with a lot of goodwill. And um, so we started caroling, which is something I had never done in my life. And um, we put the word out um, eight years ago and um, told people to show up, and a few people did. I think we had about 50 people You had 50? Five-zero? Five-zero, and we went door-to-door, and it was pretty amazing. Um, mm-hmm. It's something that in the West Side neighborhood, we are a very diverse community, and everybody, no matter what culture they come from, no matter what their background is, they tend to register with this idea of people singing door-to-door and bringing cheer and that sort of thing. So over the years, it just keeps growing. And last year, we had over 300 carolers, uh, which is pretty amazing when you um, see a person open their door to 300 people. 300 people singing to them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so I always tell people, um, you know, I'm not a good singer. I didn't do this because I have the voice for it by any stretch. And um, there's strength in numbers. When 300 people are singing, nobody can really tell you're off key. You know what? Very good point. So maybe I might show up and actually sing there. I'm just worried about it. I think you need to get a defibrillator because I think if I open my door and there are 300 people there going, ho, 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 I, I might just drop on you. But, <laughs> but So this goes all through the West Side, Mike, or what's, how is, what's the layout? Um, so for this year, we have a new route. We've been using the same route for a number of years, and we decided to change it up a little bit and hit a different part of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Um, so Sunday, December 20th, um, and it's worth mentioning, um, for those who can't make it this year, we always, always, always do this on the Sunday before Christmas. So it doesn't matter what the date is. It's the Sunday before Christmas. We start at 5 o'clock um, this year at Ogie's Trailer Park, mm-hmm. uh, which is a new restaurant bar. Um, we lubricate our voices for an hour. <laughs> yeah. And then from <laughs> 6 to 8, we go door to door. We finish um, the caroling at uh, Pizza J, which is a brand-new restaurant on the west side. Um, part of um, They're connected to Julian's, for those people who know the Julian's restaurant. Of course. And um, we have a tradition. We always sing, um, uh, so, Christmas is, uh, so This is Christmas by John Lennon. We always sing that as our final song at the end, which is pretty good. Some people cry. I mean, it's, it's, 
It's an emotional thing. People yeah. really like this event. Well, and, and you've got, I mean, 300 people. I can only imagine if you're growing exponentially what you're going to see this year. And, and I've got a wonderful high soprano sitting next to me. I think I'm going to send her your way possibly on that date. <laughs> yeah, but, i got to give credit to, um, it just happened organically the first year or maybe the second year we did it. A gentleman showed up by the name of Glenn Zinowitz, and he um, is a um, theater drama teacher, um, musicals and things like that, and he has a great voice, and he just has taken it upon himself to be our conductor every year. So he leads everybody in song. He has an amazing voice and a, and a big, booming voice. Um, cool. And it's just, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. And it's something that you know, everybody can do. Um, kids come out. The reason why the Providence Monthly says not your grandmother's sing-along is because it can get a little rowdy. People do a little drinking. I, I've seen a flask or two, um, and they have a good time, but it's, it's family-friendly. It's, um, everybody has fun. Yeah, it sounds like a great event, and because we talk so much about what's happening in downtown Providence, because you know that two days before that, I could use all the carolers, hint, 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 <laughs> um, that you can get coming down for our sing-along, which is going to be happening at the our very special Christmas water fire. And so if you know anybody that wants to warm up their voice before they go on stroll with you on Sunday, send them my way. Uh, we'll have to spread the word for you. For Absolutely. Sure. Now, if somebody wants to um, become part of the stroll, Mike, what's the best way for them to reach out or to find out more information about it? Well, they can look us up on Facebook if they just look up Westside Caroling 2015. Um, but they could also just show up at Ogie's at um, between 5 and 6 p.m. Don't be late because we'll leave promptly at 6 um, on Sunday, December 20th. I also think it's worth mentioning that we tried to do this. You know, it is Christmas, and certainly religion attack, uh, attaches itself to Christmas, but we've tried to make this Sort of, we always say um, everyone is welcome regardless of any religious or non-religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. And um, so we do a little bit of everything. We even throw in um, some carols in other languages. We throw in um, um, Hanukkah, and we throw in, uh, we do O Tannenbaum, um, all different kinds of things. Uh, there's even some H.P. Lovecraft carols, which is a little crazy. H.P. Lovecraft carols? <laughs> yeah. All right, I really need to... All right, I want to find one of those and put it on our Facebook page because I cannot imagine what that would sound like. Like the Kraken is upon us? <laughs> what, what, do you, what do you do to H.P. Yeah, it's Lovecraft? just the spirit of the thing that yeah. we've got community coming together and bringing joy to other people, and uh, that builds more community and more goodwill uh, for everyone toward one another. Well, and you've done a great job in that West Broadway neighborhood. Um, we have a family bar there called the E&O Tap, plug, plug, uh-huh. um, <laughs> which I'm sure you know about. But you <laughs> guys really, it, it's a wonderful um, it, it's a wonderful area, and it's nice to know that you've got those great activities going. So thank you so much for coming on and joining us and letting our audiences know about it. We're going to be posting it on Facebook. We're also, we'll do that a couple of times mike um throughout the rest of you know the next couple of weeks so that hopefully let's see that 300 turn into 400 can you imagine yeah i think it's well on its way if you even just look at the facebook alone 
um, you know, we're, we're getting, hovering around that area. So, by the way, our new route does take us past E&O. Oh, it does? Yeah, so we'll be singing right on past the bar. All we may right. even stop in for a drink. Who knows? I'll, I'll, I'll be there. <laughs> uh, I didn't say that, did I? I'll be there. <laughs> well, thank you, Mike, and, you know, thanks for taking the time out of your day. I know you were so busy, and uh, thanks for coordinating just such an awesome caroling session. Everybody, that's December 20th. Mike, I will talk to you very soon. All right. We'll see you there. So everybody, that was Mike Ritz that we were talking to, talking about caroling and everything going on. And I got to ask my producer, Brett, how much time do we have now before we go to a break? Actually, we're going to take a break now, then we're going to come back, and we got to talk about toys. Toys, toys, toys. Lots of toys for the Providence Rescue Mission. AM790 Talk and Business presents Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island with your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. Join Bronwyn to hear about the next water fire event in downtown Providence, plus other great cultural events happening in the community. Now, here's your host, Bronwyn Dannenfelser. Well, and hello, 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 and welcome everybody here on this very dreary Wednesday. I was driving over here and I asked myself, hmm... Am I back in England? Because I lived in England for a couple of years, and boy, does it kind of feel that way. But you know what? On top of all that, I was just so excited to come back because I wasn't here last week for our Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island to talk about the incredible things that we have coming up, including uh, our December 18th special Christmas water fire to benefit the Providence Rescue Rescue Mission, which I'm going to spend a lot of time on the show today talking to some really amazing people. Um, Sean Carew, who's the executive director and founder of the Rescue Mission, uh, and his daughter, Megan. Uh, Megan Carew, beautiful, beautiful young lady who not only... You know, the Rescue Mission is this wonderful organization. It's a family affair, um, again, started by Sean Carew and Marbeth Carew, who I was hoping would be here so I could give her a big hug, but hopefully she's listening out there. And hello, Marbeth. But to all of our listeners out there, thanks for taking the time and uh, spending the next hour with us. We've got lots to talk about. You know, I hope everybody really did enjoy this wonderful Thanksgiving uh, last week and had some time to spend uh, sitting back and saying, boy, this is what I'm grateful for. And, you know, spend some time with your family. I was in New York, and I went to uh, visit my dad. This has become one of our yearly kind of traditions, and we go to New York for Thanksgiving, and we see a show. And I've got to tell you, if you are somebody who travels to go see Broadway shows um, out there, I saw this show called Allegiance, and it was with George Takai. And if you don't know who he is, I think his name on the show was Sulu, but he was on Star Trek. And the show was about, it was a musical, and I know this sounds a little bizarre, but a musical about the Japanese internment camps. And the reason that it was so important for George Takai to be part of this is because I never knew this. He was actually brought up in a Japanese internment camp, which is a part of our history that a lot of people don't talk about anymore. Mm. Um, But it was such a fascinating, fascinating show. So if you ever 
ever have the chance to get to New York, and hopefully it's still playing. I love seeing art, listening to art, being part of any sort of artistic performance that has a meaning and a message and where I can learn something. And that's probably why I've been at Waterfire for so long and probably why this very special Christmas Waterfire lighting is something that I find to be so near and dear to me um, because it's all about teaching people uh, some of the compassionate ways that we can help each other out there and the teachings of Jesus, essentially, when we look at the Providence Rescue Mission and when we talk to Sean Carew about that, but the ways that we can help each other and we get to do it in a fun and exciting way and we get to have carols and we get to see Christmas trees that are decorated by our businesses and then donated to families in need. Um, but without further ado, because I think there's a lot to talk about uh, with my friend Sean Carew from the Providence Rescue Mission. Hello. Hey, Bronwyn. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm even better because I, you're here with I me. Feel, I was driving out in the dreary weather and I thought, you know what? It's going to be in a bright room for the next hour. It's a water fire thing. And so I was really excited about this. It, you know, we've been doing this a number of years together. We've five. Five, five, Can five years. Five years. Incredible. And, you know, we're so thankful to the donor that anonymously sponsors this every year. And, you know, you know, you and I have talked with that person and their heart's desire is to bring really Christmas back into Providence, just bigger and better. Not that it's not there, but just to do more. And every year we do this with the fires burning and the Christmas caroling and the Christmas tree and Santa Claus and and just the whole night. We've been through storms. We've been through rain. We certainly we have, have. We've been through like 55 degree weather when you're thinking, am I in Florida? <laughs> but the the passion, the idea of Christmas in our city is mm-hmm. just such a beautiful night, you know? So I was really stoked to be here today. Well, so was I. You know, know, I had heard about, I know that tomorrow they're lighting the Christmas tree at the State House, right? Right. And then Saturday they're lighting the Christmas tree um, in the the middle of the city. So um, Mayor Lors is doing that. But I'm like, we end up with a really large Christmas tree that's yeah. donated by somebody that yeah. you know from the Providence we're, Rescue We're Mission. waiting to hear back. The word's out. We're, we're praying that that comes in. We're I believing believe, it. I, I, I'm believing It's Christmas. Of course. you got to believe in things like that at Christmas, right? Yeah, you and know? The coolest, yeah, the coolest thing is what do we get? We get all those kids from oh, all yeah. different schools sending yeah. ornaments. And oh, then, yeah. And that's what the tree is decorated Absolutely. with? And it's beautiful. And when, it really is with Santa Claus sitting next to the tree. Right down by the basin. Yep. It and, is just a special night. And there's a lot of caroling. And yep. But let's talk about why we do this special night. Absolutely. Not only just to bring Christmas here, um, but for anybody out there who does not know sure. what the Providence Rescue Mission sure. is, um, could you please give us a background? And- sure. Sure. I'll try to keep it under an hour. Okay. I, I know we're, we're <laughs> under a time limit. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, the mission, my wife and I came in 1999, it's hard to believe, and we were the founding family that started the Providence Rescue Mission here in the West End, 627 Grinson Street. Uh, hard to believe from one property, we now have four different properties uh, with the mission. And, and the goal has always been to really share the love of Jesus in word and deed. You know, it's one thing to tell people God loves you. It's another thing to show them 
that love. And, and so we have the privilege of being the hands and feet of Jesus to really show people that have had a tough life, you know, uh, substance abuse, mental health, um, abuse in their families growing up, um, ended up in um, human trafficking, uh, all of those things. Uh, we're a sanctuary. People come and they are not only treated to the idea that God loves them, but we provide breakfast, lunch, and dinner daily at the mission. If you don't have a pair of socks, we put a pair of socks on your feet. If you need underwear, we make sure you get a pair of underwear, a hot shower, a safe place to stay at night, a hot meal, uh, a chapel service where you can um, talk to God. And, you know, and, and I, it's a funny thing. Uh, I can't sing. Uh, I know my daughter Megan's here, and she's an opera singer. And, and we know she's a she darn sing. good she, singer. And, and my wife yeah. Marbeth can sing, and my daughter Rachel can sing, but I can't sing. So when I do chapel service, we usually have people sing songs. I will not subject the crowd to my <laughs> singing. And I tell them that. I say, you know what? I, I love you too much to make you listen to me. <laughs> so what I do, and it's funny because what has happened over the years is, so when I do chapel service, I say, instead of singing, I says, does anybody need prayer for anything? And it's amazing when you have a hundred people that are poor and homeless and you realize nobody asks these folks if they need prayer mm-hmm. and, and their prayer requests are beautiful. I don't hear prayers of like, give me. I hear prayers like, would you pray for my mom? Would you pray that I could reunite with my kids? Would you pray that I could get a place to live so my children could be with me? Would you pray that I could get a job? And when you're sitting in that kind of environment, it's it's powerful because it's dignity. And that's what we really strive in everything we do. You and I have always talked about this, always. And this is something that I've found very amazing about the rescue mission is the... um, that really is a the underlying current is that everyone needs to be treated with dignity. So Absolutely. it's not like you're looking for a handout. You no. don't make people feel like no. that. But no. before we go into yeah, that, that's okay. I, I want to ask you, um, this is a very special calling, of course. Yeah. What was it 15, over 15 years ago that made you look at your wife and say, I'm picking up? Because I know that you had young kids at the yeah, time. Yeah, right? we did. We did. I, I tell people I married up. Uh, not only is my wife smarter than me, um, my wife is very sacrificial. And so we knew in 94, we were involved with an organization called the Association of Gospel Rescue Missions. And they had talked to me in 1994 about coming to Rhode Island and starting a mission because Rhode Island didn't have one, uh, at that time. And we thought we were going in 94 and we didn't get the opportunity to go until 99. So we actually had to wait five years as where the Lord was doing, was doing to prepare it. And I'm, I'm fortunate. My wife is a visionary uh, like I am, and she felt the calling from God to go. We actually owned a house. I worked at, at that time, the city mission of Schenectady and Schenectady, New York, had a great job, great ministry. And we left our home, uh, basically all our possessions. We didn't even have a place to live when we got here. We actually stayed at a youth cabin at Quidessa Baptist Church for six months while we tried to figure out what we were going to do. And we started the mission from scratch. It didn't exist. We, uh, and what's How did inter- you get the word out? We Word up just word of mouth and and what's interesting is and and I know you know this um is that w- because we're a hundred percent privately funded so we we're not against government money we don't think government money's bad it's just the traditional gospel rescue missions have always been privately funded individuals business churches we came here not knowing anybody 
and God was so gracious as we developed that, but it we came with nothing yeah. and started the mission, and it's been an incredible journey. I remember our first chapel and dinner service, there were four people there, and now we do somewhere between ten and 12,000 meals a month. That, see, it's that, a staggering that's, number. It is a staggering it's number. It's a staggering number. And we're going to have to take a commercial break okay. in a second. But before we do that, how many people did you just feed at Thanksgiving? Well, that's a hard number. Can I calculate it and give it to you when I get back? Because I got yeah. a lot of different ones I got to add in my head. Yeah, I'm getting old. I, because I think people should know what you, I'll tell it to you, when what we you get just back. did and what we're about to do when we come back. And then yep. I want to speak to Megan, of course. <laughs> and she's sitting <laughs> right. over there looking so beautiful. Everyone, Absolutely. you're listening to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island. Uh, here on AM790, your station for talking business. I'm talking to the Providence Rescue Mission, the benefactors of the Christmas water fire, and can't wait to tell you more about what you're going to see in here. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM790, your station for talk and business. Just a quick shout out to National Grid, who underwrites this program, as well as our friends at Lifetime Medical Support Services. They give us the opportunity to be with you this afternoon and to introduce you to some of our wonderful friends. Uh, we have been spending the first 20 minutes of the show talking about the very special Christmas water fire, which we only learned about a couple of weeks ago because of who I call my Santa Claus. He's this anonymous <laughs> guy uh, and, and donor and part of a company and just the largest heart and, of course, wants to make Christmas just that much better. But the two people that I've got with me pretty much are Santa Claus to a lot of people 365 days a year. I've said that since I met them because, you know, often here at the holiday time, we think about giving and we forget that people need help every single day of the year. And this is what Sean Carew and his wife Marbeth and their entire family. So you got Connor and Rachel and Megan have all been part of this Absolutely. as well. But I, before we went to break... You know, I had talked about in the beginning of the show my trip to New York to see my dad, and I had thought about it. That's one of your busiest times, Sean. It how, is. How many people did you feed? Well, you got to break it down. So if we take the week of Thanksgiving, we do our first Thanksgiving meal the Saturday before because folks are running out of money for food in the community. So that Saturday Thanksgiving dinner, we did a sit-down dinner, turkey, all the trimmings, about 900 people, 900 meals served there. Then... On Thanksgiving Day, which is a little less sometimes because you have a lot of different groups doing dinner, which is really cool because it just shows the love of the city and the love of different organizations. There's so many great organizations out there. Uh, We never think of us as being the only one. There's some people that are out in our community uh, that are really passionate, and we love them and we respect them, and they're doing things. But even so, we did, I think, 500 meals sit down that day, but then we do shut-ins. So we do elderly shut-ins and some disabled vets, and I think we did 185 meals there. Mm -hmm. And then between the Saturday and the Thursday, we do – it's a dignity thing. A long time ago, we used to always try to get people to come for Thanksgiving. 
But then my friends and I, or my staff and my friends and I were sitting around talking about it. We said, well, what do we love about Thanksgiving? And the thing you really love about I mean, turkey's cool, but who really loves turkey? I mean, it's, I mean, you only eat it once a year. When's the last time you went to the restaurant and said, you know, I want a good slice of turkey? We don't do that, right? You know, you might, seriously, you know, I want some prime rib. I want a piece of fish. Who goes, give me, and you know what? Put the cranberry sauce right on the side. It's July, right? So it's a once a year thing. So when you think about it, you don't have Thanksgiving because of the food. What you really like is being with your family and your friends. So we decided years ago, we said, so if you became poor all of a sudden, would that idea change? And our response was, no, it wouldn't. So then we said, well, why are we trying to get people to come here? We should be able to provide for them so they can have Thanksgiving just like us. Because that's where dig- dignity lies at the level where you treat people as good or better than yourself. Not mm-hmm. that you are going to help them. It's it's you want to be a blessing. You want to be you want to be something where somebody says, wow, somebody hasn't thought of me that way. That's where dignity is. So every year we do this, families sign up and they come before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and they get a food box. So they'll get a anywhere from a 10 to a 15 pound turkey. We have businesses that and individuals and we buy them if we have to as we do those. Then you get a 40 pound food box, rice, potatoes, cereal, so we can carry you more than one meal. So that's about 40 meals in a box, if you will. We did 500 families. That's for that. So that's about 20,000 meals in total, roughly, that mm-hmm. you would use. So for the week, for just that seven days, plus we feed every day. So we're, you know, we're open every day, 24 hours a day. We, ne- we never close. So we have people in for breakfast. We have people on our program at lunch. We have our open community dinner, uh, chaplain dinner every evening. So for that week, probably safely somewhere between 22 and 25,000 meals for the week, which is crazy. The amount of volunteers and the amount of time that must go into that. Crazy. Yeah. And it's lovely because the thing about it is, is it's the dignity thing. And so, you know, you see the people that come, they love driving the meals to people's houses. Like it's, and and that's not like, it's not a lot of flash and bang, right? It's not a lot of like, we were talking before, we had a Thanksgiving go, booyah, look at that. (laughs) Right, you know, I'm stealing that for Mad Money, the guy on Mad Money, right? So, but it's the idea that somebody took the time out of their day to drive a prepared meal on Thanksgiving Day to somebody that can't get out, yeah. and the volunteers love it because they have such a spirit for it. And it's not that your volunteers are very dedicated, ah, and that's why fantastic. I, I've got to speak to Megan. Over Go right ahead. Because, don't don't let me get in the way. Well, you know, because as, as I was saying, it, it's a family affair it for is. the Caroos, and, and I know that. I know Rachel's an incredible baby. Well, she well she runs it just to jump in. Mm-hmm. Rachel now is has developed. She's our food service manager, so she see, oversees all food production to the to our community full time. And she does a wonderful job. And she's uh, her cookies yeah. are to well, die yeah. for. And... I don't eat them anymore, but you know, <laughs> I can't stay fat forever. But and for Megan, for you, I mean, you spent a lot of time. You spent most of your life in the mission um, and helping. Can you? What does it feel like to be part of this? I just say it, it's a blessing. I'm very fortunate to have my family and my parents, and to have the opportunity to go down. I, the mission started in 1999. I was born in 2000. So I've grown up in the mission. People will tell you I was running around and I would go, we would have vacation Bible school in the summer and I would hang out with all the kids and my sister and my brother would go. And I've just always loved going, especially with my dad. I'm, I'm a daddy's girl. I've gone everywhere with him. And I, all I remember was when I was little, I would hear him get up and I would run out of my room 
he would shut the door and I would swing open the door and scare him half That's to death. That's the front door. The front <laughs> door. The front door. <laughs> and I, he would get so scared and I was like, I want to come to the mission with you. And he was like, why are you up? It's like 7 a.m. I was like, because I want to come to the mission. And sometimes I would go down, help him out. And it's always, I spend all my holidays there. I was there Thanksgiving their Christmas, Easter. And is, is it the people? The, the, just that you love interacting with the people? I love inter- I love giving. Mm-hmm. I Anything I can do for someone, I will bend over backwards. I That's just what I love to do. Well, yeah. and, I, and do you sing for them ever? I do. I remember it was Easter and a couple of days before. I loved, I still do, Veggie Tales as a little girl. And there was a song from their Easter episode, and I was like, Mom, Dad, I want to sing this song. And I sang along with the girl who sang on the track. Mm-hmm. People were, like, taking pictures. They were like, you were so cute. I was, like, I don't know, five or six. And sometimes I love just getting up there and singing for them. And it's – I get so emotional about it because it's just what I've grown up with. And it's a huge blessing. I love it. Well, you're just, you're doing wonderful things for, you know, an, an incredible bunch of people. Has anybody ever come back, and either of you can answer this, after having gone through one of the women's programs, which we'll talk about, um, or the men's programs, and, and come back to say thank you, or I remember your voice, or I remember what you've done? Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it's one of the things that you learn early on in working in the inner city ministries is, you never know your effect like you may never know. I have people ask me all the time, what's your success rate? And and I tell people, I, what would you like it to be? I say, you can create success, any numbers, you can manipulate numbers to be whatever you want them to be. And and we're, we've never been about that. We've always been about uh, quality versus quantity. And so people will come back to us. We have people that went through a program that worked for us. We have people that have become highly successful that come back on a regular basis to encourage the people that are there now saying, hey, I used to be a homeless person. I used to be an alcoholic. I was a drug addict. And they're they're very successful. I have somebody that went through our program uh, a number of years ago that uh, this summer just bought a house in Riverside and married a doctor. And, 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 and that doesn't mean that's what success is. The point is, is that we teach that God wants to bless you and make your life better. Yep. He never intended. If I'm, do we? Are we okay? We have got about a minute because okay. I, I want you to talk very quickly. Yeah, go ahead. Or I'm just going to say it for you. Go and ahead. then when we come back, we're going to talk yeah, more okay. about it. <laughs> um, but you do. You you really do push success there. And then to me, in the most interesting ways, you've got a dental clinic. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. never forget you saying this to me the first year we were yeah, ever on the yeah, radio yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. That you were saying to me, you know, how do you get a job if you don't have with with bad teeth and a bad smile? And I know that you've got a free dental clinic that's part of the rest. And that's restorative dental. Mm -hmm. Our focus there is we restore your mouth, and that's not limited to the mission. Mm -hmm. That is, we we partner with many many different groups in the community. I've actually been in businesses where I've somebody's waiting on me. And I see how good of a person they could be in a business setting. But when they smile, they've had bad teeth that I've encouraged them, given, up, given them my card or my wife's card. And they've came and we fixed their teeth yep. so they could be successful. Success. God's a successful God. God really is a successful God. God doesn't create junk. God doesn't create people to live in abject poverty. He actually creates to, to bless 
and and to fellowship with people. We really, really believe that. And I want to get into that more after the break. Because when we important. come back from the break, we've got to talk about Christmas and the I'm thing ready. and your Christmas store and I'm what ready. our mission is because we, we, we need, need toys. toys. Oh, that did it. Whoa, booyah. <laughs> again. Booyah. We're good. <laughs> well, we're going to be back in a second talking to Sean Carew and Megan Carew about the Providence Rescue Mission and about our wonderful Christmas, very special Christmas water fire happening on December 18th. Thank you for joining Joining us this afternoon. This is so much fun. Totally cool. You're listening to AM790, your station for talking business. We'll be right back. A ho, ho, ho. And a hello, hello, hello. <laughs> there you go, Megan. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to AM790, your station for talk and business. And Waterfire Ignites Rhode Island. We just had a nice little chat with Mike Ritz about the West Broadway neighborhood stroll, the caroling stroll happening on December 20th. But we've spent most of this program, and I want to spend the last part of this program, focused on the incredible group, the Providence Rescue Mission, and what they are doing. They are benefactors of this water fire lighting in the ways that only Sean can tell you about. But we've talked a lot about what they do just in terms of feeding people and prayer and dignity. But Sean, one of the things I love about what you do around Christmas time is this Christmas store. Can oh, you yeah. explain oh, what that it's is? It's my favorite thing. Again, the dignity thing. Um, I've been involved in different ministries where on Christmas Day, uh, families, poor families bring their children to whatever it is, and they wait in line and they get a tour toy and uh, i absolutely hated it 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 just frustrated me and so one of the things again we came up with uh with some friends was let's have a place where there's toys and parents come without the kids before christmas and they get to pick out toys just like if they went to walmart or wherever it was and then we have volunteers in another room that's a wrapping station and we wrap all their toys so on christmas day when the kids see the toys they see who's ever taking care of them, whether it's their mother, their father, their grandparents. And so they identify with what really godly love is, is the idea of somebody loves you and provided for you. So it's a really, really cool thing. But we need toys. Yeah. Let's not play around here. Mm-hmm. Last year, I think we did over 1,200 children. Okay. Uh, so that was over 3,000 toys. We like to give three toys a kid, mm-hmm. whether it's new clothing or a toy. And they don't have to be super expensive. You know, we like the $10 range. I mean, hey, if you're an Xbox person and you want to buy a tractor trailer of Xboxes to give everybody, don't let me stop you. <laughs> but that's not what we're looking for. Yeah. We're really looking for people, moms, you have to understand where poor moms sometimes see things. It's really, really important that they have new clothes for their children. So new clothes, um, boots, mm-hmm. wintertime boots, big thing. Go ahead. I'm, what, what, uh, what kind of age range are you looking we at? We go anywhere. There? We go anywhere from toddler up to about 15. Okay. Gets real challenging, 10 to 15. 
I can imagine. That's That's a challenging zone. So we need toys. You can drop those toys off now. You don't even have to wait for water fire. We're in toy collection mode. You can do a couple of things. You can come right to our main property, which is 627 Cranston Street, right in the West End, right off of Route 10. It really literally takes you a minute or two to get there. Google it. You'll be there. No problem. Easy on, easy off of 10. I've been there. It you is know, easy it's on, easy. easy so you can come. We're open 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can drop off toys anytime. If you come during the daytime, you can always ask for me. If I'm there, I'd love to say hi to you, shake your hand, and thank you. Um, Greg's Restaurant has been partnering with us with part of their giving tree for a year. So if you go to Greg's Restaurant and you do their giving tree, we're part of that. They're great. What does that mean, Sean? I believe that when you go there, they have a tree and they've got tags for different children. You take a tag, you buy a gift, you bring the gift back that I believe, I don't want to quote it, but each year I think they give you a, you get a, maybe a slice of pie or something. And oh, that's it's cool. It's a cool perk, you know. They've got good I, pie. I, I, again, good I've never said no to a Greg's <laughs> pie. Uh, but so we really are so appreciative. They've been doing it for years. Nice. They, they're great friends. Um, you can go online if you don't want to buy a toy, if you're busy, um, providencerescuemission.org. Also, you can find us on the mobile apps. You can give right online, right through PayPal. Uh, it, it goes to us. You can mail something in to us. Or if you can't shop and you want to give a gift, a, a financial gift, mm-hmm. we're 100% privately funded. We're a 501c3. So you can mail 627 Cranston Street, Providence, Rhode Island, 02907. Yeah. You can, there's a lot of ways. And then the big one is, I'm going to jump in. I'm going to go, go for water it. fire that night. Toy boxes. This is this is like the bomb. This is where it's really like it. It's booyah. like booyah. It's kind of like a Christmas carol. You could see, you could see just Cratchit just walking in and and with little Tim. I'm not trying to be smart with this, but the Santa Claus is there. The candy canes are there. The fires are going. There's toy boxes where you can drop off food, clothing, toys. We really the toys and clothing are really our big thing. Yep. And know that on. Before Christmas, moms, I can't tell you how many moms, when they go through the mission, when they see me, they say, thank you. And the look in their eyes is one of genuine appreciation. And I say, it's all the people that care about you. And this is how God loves you. And so Waterfire with the music and the toys and the sin and the, the trees. I mean, it's Christmas. Oh, it's stupid I, fun. Yeah. It's, and I know it's cold. Listen, look, believe me. But that's why there's fires. That's Sean. why there's fires. That's right. Get a cup of hot chocolate. Bring your kids yeah. down. Come back. That's the whole idea is come back to the idea of community Christmas. And that's what Water Fire has been such a great. We, we love you and Barnaby and PK and the whole team. Because let me tell you, nobody does. I, I don't even know how Water Fire does Water Fire. And I've been around it for five years but the gang is fantastic Thank and the you, creativity is fantastic mm-hmm. come and experience something you can't go anywhere else basically in the country maybe one other city i think it is is it one city i don't england's got something that's yeah little, but they that's can come not part garden, of the united but, states yeah, we're so. talking about you can't go anywhere else for this not not nothing nowhere I've seen. and you can't go anywhere christmas water fire this is rhode islands yeah. this is ours and I'm not trying to blow their horn, but the Waterfire Gang does it top shelf. They are ex- they are excellent people, and our donor made a right call by doing this with you guys. So come and experience. Bring a toy. Yep. Bring your kids down. Have a candy cane. Let let you know. Let let your kids see Santa. 
and right listen there. to that. We've got the choirs oh that are going to be singing. I know, we Megan, do. you're going to be singing, singing with your mom. Yeah. I am. I'll we, be there. We have some great choirs. And it's old school. Yeah. And you know what? There's something sweet about old school Christmas. So bring a toy. Come down. Experience something you'll never. Don't worry about the weather. Yep. Okay. No. If, if you want the weather, go on a cruise. <laughs> right? If you want Christmas, come, come down to Waterfire December 18th and start your season in a way. And if you've been before, mm-hmm. we thank you. We love you. But come down. Bring a gift. The table will be there. I'll be by the basin. Come over. Help me. See what is happening at the rescue yep, mission. there'll be information, everything. And I got to jump in here because I don't know. We've been doing this for the last few years. People yeah. are donating trees, Christmas oh, yeah. trees. And yeah. so if you're a company or yeah, if you're right. a church, um, go to the Waterfire website or a nonprofit. People donate a tree. Um, half the proceeds are going to the Providence Rescue Mission. But here's the coolest thing. You can get all your coworkers together or all your friends, decorate the tree. That tree is going to go to a family that does not have one. So right. What an, what an amazing Not way. only do they get toys, yeah. but you get a tree. Not only do you get a tree, you get a decorated tree. Not only is it a decorated tree, it's a decorated tree decorated with love. Exactly. Booyah. Total booyah. Total booyah, yeah. booyah right? All right. So we've got we've to gotta kind of wrap everything up. But I've got to tell you, it is always so wonderful to have Absolutely. you here. Absolutely. I love coming here. It's my favorite thing every Christmas. And, Megan, next time, we're going to let you talk a little bit more next time. <laughs> Doubtful huh? if I'm there. You're going to have to have her without me. Oh, no, well, everybody, fine. thank you so much for listening. We are getting geared up for the very special Christmas water fire, December 18th. You know what? Be there or be square is how I always put it. <laughs> Um, again, Providence Rescue Mission. Check them out and get those toys there now. That's and right. Now, that's really we're ready. Yep, ready to take them. So everyone, you really enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, hopefully, you're on your way home to see your family or just to go do something fun. You've been listening to Water Fire Ignites Rhode Island here on AM 790, your station for talk and business. And thanks to National Grid, they also donate toys to the Providence Rescue Mission. Our friends. Everybody have a great night.